it's amazing how good you feel after a good workout. Like, you know, this morning it's cold. It's cold outside. It's very warm in my bed. Like, but you know, let's, let's stick to it. You know, set goals for yourself, stick to it. And I felt way better after this workout um, than I did before. And the same is true for every workout. And I still believe it's almost impossible to have a hard day after a great workout. Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. My name is Thorne Jones. I'm 35 years old. Uh, I'm a purchaser for Dynamo Specialty Distributing. We're a, kind of a Central Texas beverage distributor. And uh, here to talk about uh, my weight loss fitness journey. Yes. I'm um, here with Charlie. Man, Thorne, thank you for doing this. We are uh, actually in Austin, which is where you are. This right. is kind of where you live. How long have you lived in Austin? I moved here right after Corona hit, so okay. March of uh, 2020. Uh, originally from where? Uh, well, I moved from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, but I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee. Awesome, man. And you've had some really great success. Um, just to kind of give listeners an idea of where we're going to end going in this journey, in the last, uh, give me kind of the numbers, the, the stats on the last few months of your fitness journey. So in the last few months, um, starting out, uh, I was at 275. Uh, I am a big boy. I'm a 6'5", 275. And I, in the last uh, 100 days, have lost 33 pounds. So it's down to 242. Um, and- my cousin uh, had an idea to start this fitness challenge with a, a, a lot of his friends and included me with it, and we kind of hit the ground running from there. And you've seen great results. So th- that's, I mean, to me, that when, the reason I wanted to interview you is because you've accomplished something amazing. I mean, 100 days, 33 pounds, uh, takes a lot of work. And, you know, I believe that if we can share your story. It's going to encourage maybe somebody listening. Sure. You know, but I also believe that by you sharing your story, it kind of holds you accountable to your story. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so it's really a neat opportunity for you to kind of get to, um, just share that experience and, and have it, you know, for yourself, but also for others. So let's go back in time. You said big, big guy, six, five, two seventy five. Um, give me a little bit of that kind of like childhood, maybe the high school, junior high. Were you always a big guy? Did you play sports? Uh, I wasn't always a big guy. I played every sport I could. Um, I played football, baseball, basketball. Um, in high school, I played football and lacrosse. Um, I was not always this big. I was actually one of the shortest kids uh, in my grade up until kind of sophomore, junior year of high school, and then just – gangbusters shot up year after year, um, four or five inches a year. I probably didn't stop growing until I was about 21, 22 um, when I hit the the 6'5 mark. And would you say you were into working out or was it? Not so much working out, but definitely into athletics. Uh, You know, I I probably wasn't in the gym as much, but I was on the basketball court or, you know, playing home run derby with my friends or, you know, flag football. I was always doing 
kind of something, but wasn't really gym oriented. Um, yeah. We did the football. We had the football and lacrosse conditioning and stuff, but I could always, uh, I could always uh, celebrate when, uh, when that was over and it was time to actually play. You enjoyed the game. I enjoyed the not game. The practice. Not the practice. And I relate to that. I always tell people I didn't, I, I didn't like working out at all. I really just yeah. enjoy the sport. Right. <laughs> and and that, the, the working out was a means to the end, right? Absolutely. And so, um, so did you play college sports? No, no college, no college ball. Uh, just uh, I did some rec league and stuff with the fraternity. But um, when would you say you started feeling like, uh, if at all, this was going through your head? I'm overweight. Like I can tell. Like I'm a big guy. Like I'm. So I, I, I always just thought of myself as like a big guy. My dad uh, was a big guy. Uh, I just kind of like that's how I just identified. I I never thought of myself as. I was overweight. I was like, yeah, I've got a beer belly, but I didn't really put too much focus on it. I wasn't shy about it. Like if, you know, we're at the pool, the beach or, or the lake, I'm the first one with my shirt off jumping in the pool. I had no um, kind of worrying uh, about body self-image or really any of that stuff until I got older, um, you know, kind of early 30s. And uh, it wasn't that I had like a body image issue. It was that... Uh, it hurt when I did kind of these activities that I loved. I'd let myself go to the point where like, if I wanted to go play basketball, like the next day my knee was swollen and it just wasn't enjoyable um, for, for myself, the way my body felt after doing some of the things that I loved. And how, uh, you know, and at young, early thirties, how much did you weigh at that time? Uh, early thirties, uh, probably in between two sixty. Uh, I probably bounced in between two sixty, two eighty. But it sounds like for 30s. the majority of your twenties, and really up into this point, it wasn't a big deal. No, like, I mean I was so in college. I'd say two twenty five, two thirty. Um, uh, probably post college up to two fifty, um, and then really it was like late twenties, early thirties when I started putting on. Um, more fat tissue. Yeah. And I think everybody who has kind of this, um, journey at some point, they experience this moment of, uh, it's almost like you're awakened to the reality because, you know, health and fitness is not just about weight loss and it's not just about looking great with a shirt off. It truly is about, like you said, like not my knees, not hurting when I'm trying to do something recreational. It's about body function. Right. And, and at what point did you have this moment where you're like, okay, I need to actually pay attention to how I'm growing, how I'm aging, how I'm eating, how I'm gaining weight. Well, there's probably a, a few moments. I don't think there was one kind of just knockdown moment, but you know, uh, uh, on my 34th birthday, um, was hanging out with some friends and family and we had, we'd been drinking and one of my friends, uh, you know, we, we were a little sauced up and asked, you know, because we kind of been egging each other on all night, asked if we wanted to wrestle. And uh, this guy's in a lot better shape than I am and a lot stronger. And I woke up the next day and my knee was killing me, was swollen like a grapefruit, and my back hurt and my arms hurt and uh, was hobbling all the next day. You know, this is right. The Sounds day like you got beat up. <laughs> I got beat up a little bit. <laughs> he, he came up to me, you know, it's one o'clock in the morning. He's like, do you want a Greco-Roman wrestler? And I'm let's do it uh, like I'll, I'll you know because again there's a lot of ego yeah being, you know six five and you're and, a big and a guy big, and yeah. a big guy and i was like yeah i don't care how good a shape you're in i'm gonna kick your butt and that did not go uh the way i wanted to so that was definitely like kind of a gut check moment 
um, where the next day I was like, God, it's the day after my birthday and I feel terrible, uh, feel awful, like, and I lost. It would have been, it would have been, uh, you know, a different story if I woke up, felt terrible and I had won. So it was compounding factors, but that was probably, uh, a nice solid, uh, reminder, like maybe you should stretch, maybe you should work out, maybe you should watch what you eat. Um, did that lead to any action? It led, it led to uh, uh, a little, I, I mean, I think there was, you know, definitely, um, you know, some health choices that were made that I ended up sliding back against. They kind of weren't something, things that I stuck to, um, definitely started stretching and taking care, better care of my body, um, and, and eating a little less. But then again, I would still, you know, if I wanted a, a number two from Wendy's, I'm going to go get a number two from Wendy's. Uh, yeah, if no. I was going to have a, a, if I wanted a Coca-Cola, I'm going to have a Coca-Cola. Um, so like it really, it, it did, it wasn't enough of a motivator to where it was a lifestyle change. It was like enough of a motivator for a month or two change and then kind of right back into my old pattern. And it sounds like the change wasn't even that drastic. Right. It was mild. Mild, yeah. And it, so throughout the year, because um, I know your 35th birthday kind of ignited this journey. Right. So throughout the 12-month period of the 34 age, what, what else? Was there anything else in that year that planted a seed of desire to change? Um, you know, I started dating a new girlfriend um, who's wonderful. We're still together now. And uh, I... I She's a little younger than I am and has a lot of more energy. She's more outgoing than I am. And I wanted to be able to kind of keep up with her. And, uh, you know, if it's Saturday morning and she wants to go, you know, shop on South Congress or something, I'm like, I don't have the energy to go do that. Like, ah, that sounds terrible. No, I, I, you know, I don't feel like waking up early to go to brunch with your friends. That's just not something I have the energy or desire to want to go do. And, so compounding with my 35th birthday and kind of this challenge that my cousin had come up with um, and her really kind of motivated me um, to, to do better, uh, to kind of put this on the forefront of my attention. Uh, so let's, before we dive into the, the challenge and just the birthday, sure. you know, what do you think, because I think it's pretty interesting, 34 is not old by any means. But you're also not feeling like you did when you were 24. Well, I was, I was, I felt like I was, you know, 34 going on 54. That's uh, right. Yeah. And and I think the story that you're sharing is a very common tale, right? Of, you know, the, you know, I'm going to say just the average person who uh, does not um, prioritize health, you know. And here's the cool part. I mean, you've turned things around rather quickly and you're kind of on a new trajectory. Right. But what you're describing of just not wanting to go walk and shop, not wanting to just do. And, you know, what do you think it was that never really triggered this in your twenties or even before this? Um, that's a tough question. Uh, just thinking back on that, I'd say maybe just like a general apathy toward toward that. It wasn't something that interests me. I would say that I'm an extrovert uh, slash introvert, where like I definitely enjoy social situations and, uh, and and things, but the parties and stuff I love. Uh, but I, I like the kind of like schedule of that. Like I know I'm going to a party. I can gear myself up 
to you know to go be social to go be that but if it's some spur spontaneous spontaneous thing like i didn't schedule that in kind of my um uh you know introverted selfness where i i have the energy or the desire to be a part of anything around other people and how do you think being healthy both with exercise and nutrition help with that like how can you notice a difference instantly you notice it it's it's kind of like a, a mind clarity it's an you know it's an excitement to to start the day um you know one thing that stuck with me is it's almost impossible to have a bad day after a good workout and uh i, I truly believe that and so far for me that holds true every workout i've had in the last two months great day right after it it's awesome yeah uh okay so when was your 35th birthday 35th was September 25th. Okay, which is, I guess, when did the challenge start? So the challenge started uh, about the second week of August. So oh, before. So, so, so about a month. So that, that's, a, a, you know, I'll take a, little, take a little extra credit for that 33 pounds I lost. I really did that in about 60 days, not 100, because I didn't really start until I, I didn't start working out. I changed my diet immediately. So frame out the challenge, frame out your participation, sure. obviously how you got into it. Sounds like you started but weren't committed. Sure. Give me like the, the, the framework of that. So uh, the challenge was presented to me um, in that, you know, we'd have competitions and goals and it was, uh, you know, total fat pounds lost was going to win a prize and um, total kind of body transformation, you know, lean muscle pounds gained along with fat pounds lost. Um, for another prize, every guy in the group had to buy in for $200. How many guys? We had about 20 guys to start. Okay. Um, I think maybe 12, 12 of us finished it. Okay. So, uh, and, you know, a lot of, there were some injuries. Some guys had to bow out. It's nothing against them. But I was on the younger side. This was kind of an older group. Um, you know, guys, you know, closer to 40, 45 than me. I was on the younger side. So 35 to 45 in age. 35 to 45 in age. Um so it got it presented to me, and the way it was set up was you have 100 days for this challenge, and your day one is you go get a DEXA exam. So we went and got DEXAs, which you know measure everything from bone density, uh, lean, lean muscle mass, fat pounds, um, all of that. So you have kind of a baseline to start with. You did that the second week in August? I did that the second week in August. Did you... When you got your results, did you have any thoughts? Was there? Any- I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> because um, when I got my results, uh, I hadn't weighed myself in probably two years. Uh, I, I had no idea that I had that much, you know, uh, fat pounds. I was, you know, thirty-five percent um, fat body weight. That was a, it. Was it was it was a it was a it was a nice it was a nice sucker punch to the gut. Um, you know, kind of reading that. Uh, I will tell you what I found funny on the DEXA test, and this is maybe just something to laugh at about America, but I was listed as uh, obese uh, one. And if I had 35% body fat and, you know, all of this fat, I was obese level one. And that, you know, made me think, what's, what's level two? What's level three? You know, what, what, what's going up there on that? But it was a shock. I was labeled obese for the first time in my life and uh definitely not a good feeling uh, you know when you when you when you see that 
And so you, when you say obese level one, does that mean level two is higher than level one? And level, level two is, th- yeah, yeah. So and did they put you in percent categories? They, the, the, the doctor went over it with me, very nice lady from the Austin um, Thyroid Clinic, um, went over it with me, and it was, I was for my height um, and build, I was on kind of the lower middle end of obese level one. Got it. Um, so I think if you're about you know, 30% body fat, that's obese level one. Um, and you know, if I th- 36, 37 is obese level two. So I was kind of right there, um, in the middle of obese level one. And what happened after that? Cause it sounds like you didn't take action as I, much. I did not take action as much. The day one of this challenge after getting the DEXA, I drastically changed my diet. Um, no fast food, no Coca-Cola's, uh, all my food is was bought prepared by me or my girlfriend um you know nothing but baked chicken and and veggies um throwing a sweet potato for uh for a little bit of taste but um drastically changed that overnight i stopped eating after 8 p.m i'm not gonna have any you know kind of dead calories just sitting while i'm not moving around anymore uh i started eating breakfast i never ate breakfast did you come up with this stuff on your own? Oh, yeah. I, I came up with this stuff on my own, uh, probably talking to um, some friends and stuff who, who were really into fitness on how kind of they regulated it. And it was really just an attempt to kind of restart my uh, metabolism and cut down on uh, all the stuff that I knew was, you know, unhealthy. Kind of the obvious mistakes you making. Stuff. You know what? Don't have uh, fried chicken. Uh, for dinner or, yeah. you know, maybe, uh, you know, skip out on the fast food. Um, it's, it's not the best to get a, you know, a milkshake with your burger. Cause I, I never really limited myself to, to what I was eating. If I wanted it. I went and got it. Yeah. And so, uh, did that give you any initial results or I lost, uh, probably right off the bat, I lost 15 pounds, uh, in the first month, just changing diet. Now I think it's all water weight. It was, I don't think it was really a lot of, of, of fat pounds because I didn't feel like there wasn't kind of that that feeling of, of uh, you know, feeling healthier or whatever or feeling leaner. I didn't feel like my pants fit better. How much did you weigh at the weigh in at the DEXA on August? At the DEXA, uh, 275. OK. And then I, I feel like when we when we spoke was late September because I was driving to Dallas and you were, I think, at uh, 262. Maybe somewhere that's 260, 262. Yeah, that's that that sounds right. But you had so you hadn't really worked out. Hadn't really worked out. I'd like played around in the gym. You know, I didn't really have any. You know, I'd I'd go in there and uh, you know do curls or something, or I'd go pick a new exercise and do that. But there was no um, strategy. There was no um, kind of set goals. There was no. I'm going to do three sets of this. I'm going to do five sets of this. I'm going to do a hundred sit-ups. There wasn't any kind of regiment to it. It was just like, well, I'm doing something. Something's better than nothing. Let me get in there and and go get it. You know, just sweat. Let me let me work out until I sweat, and then I'll go take a walk and then calm down. But I was doing that, you know, twice a week um, before kind of my birthday, and not really seeing any. You know, I lost twenty pounds, but. I didn't go down a belt notch. I didn't, um, you know, my clothes didn't fit any better. It was all, it was all water weight. It didn't feel, it just didn't feel like it was real weight loss. Um, Hmm. 
it was something to be, you know, it, it kept me, it definitely was a positive that it kept me motivated because I loved, you know, I was getting on the scale every day now. After the deck sale, I was getting on the scale every single morning. Every single morning I was weighing myself, I was keeping a chart. I wanted to, you know, keep track of what was going on and I loved seeing the numbers. Did you have out. a desire to win the challenge? That was, uh, uh, from day one, I was like, I'm going to win this. Because, okay. uh, well, like when I, 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 I talked to kind of the organizer of it and I was like, all right, who are, who are the other big boys? And he's like, well, you got this guy and you got this guy. So out of the 20 guys, there was about four or five big guys, guys that could lose, you know, 30 pounds. Um, you know, my brother's a skinny guy. He's about 200 pounds. He can't lose 30 pounds. You know, he'd have to cut off a leg to lose 30 pounds. So there's, there's a lot of those guys who are already, you know, pretty fit doing this challenge and, and the structure was where they would actually have the opportunity to do well because so, yeah, they were going they could the lose overall. fat gain muscle yeah and then you potentially could have them the best opportunity for losing the most percent body fat or percent weight correct yeah most most fat pounds lost that was that was my target from day one um uh you know i wasn't concerned with you know what i maxed out on the bench press but i was concerned with daily working out and losing weight. So by the time it was your birthday, did you feel you were on track to win? No. Even no. though you had lost a lot of weight? No, you just... I, no I didn't think I was on track at all. Um, to, but, you know, it was kind of a blind, and I kept telling myself that, like, you're not, you're, you know, you're not on track. You know, you need to keep going. You need to do more. Um, but, I, you know, I had no idea how the other guys' results were doing. I had no idea how hard everybody else was working out. I kind of... Uh, you know, kept it double blind. I didn't really share how I was doing except with, you know, my cousin who was, uh, kind of the organizer, uh, of this, um, you know, so what percent in, in the first part, what percent of your motivation to eat better and, and give attempt at these extra of these workouts was for the challenge and what percent would we say is other? Cause other motivation could be, Oh, well, I just want to be healthier, you know? And so, the, the 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 fitness aspect of of winning the the challenge uh that was important to me but it was more than that like i wanted to win the challenge that was important to me but it was also important to me that this become like habitual this is a lifestyle challenge the the challenge may have ended right before thanksgiving but for me it's still going did you realize that in the first month no i didn't think about it at the fir- at the first month i was just concentrating on the things you know i was you know, keeping things um, compartmentalized. I was, I, I was, I was focused on food. I was focused on not drinking Coca Colas. I was focused on, you know, kind of the smaller aspects that I was building upon. I wasn't really like in that first month. I don't think I was dialed in as I as I should have been. So um, what changed? Or when did it change? It changed. It changed the day after my um, my birthday, and uh, this is you know a, a great motivator. My um, my cousin's wife came up with the idea for my birthday present. That they were going to get me training sessions um, with a personal trainer, uh, workout sessions. Um, and so I'm. Uh, you actually uh, recommended somebody here in Austin. Uh, let me give her a shout out, Carrie Kepler. She's amazing. Uh, worked out with her this morning. Um, so started seeing her and we, you know, the, that first kind of workout we had was more of a, like a consultation and then slash workout, you know, let's talk about, you know, where you're at, how you feel, um, what your goals are. Um, and then, 
you know, let's, let's get you there. So Carrie was great. And so that was, that was a huge, that was a, that was a big push. And Carrie like oozes out motivation and energy and positivity. Right. She's a, she's, she's an awesome coach. And um, you, had you ever had a personal trainer before this? Uh, I mean, not unless you count like a sports coach in high school. Right. Yeah. So no, no, never, never had something like yeah. that. Yeah. So it, it, uh, what would you say you value in that service or that relationship now? The accountability is, is a huge, is a huge thing. You know, uh, Carrie is going to, is, is going to be there at six thirty in the morning to work out and Carrie's there. This is her time too. She's busy. She has a family. She has friends. She, she has a life, you know, outside of, of what we're doing and, and, and I didn't want to feel like I was wasting her and my time by sucking. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. accountability, big accountability. Time. That was another thing. She also gave me a lot of great tips for, um, nutrition. Um, and, and some of those were a little challenging more than others. Uh, I talked to you about this before. Um, you know, big guy, uh, started this thing off and Carrie wanted me doing, uh, 240, 250 grams of protein a day. And, eating, you know, a, a certain amount of calories. And, you know, I, I talk about how when I was eating anything I wanted, um, before this challenge, I, I don't, I, I still don't think I was eating a lot because you can go get a number two at Wendy's and it's 1200 calories, but that might be all I eat for the day. And so I was maybe eating, um, you know, 15, 1600 calories a day, but not losing before even this diet challenge. And so we, like, I wouldn't say that I was overeating. I was eating garbage food and I wasn't working out at all. Uh, and Carrie kind of helped me with the, with the nutrition guide, you know, gave me some, some, some points on what my carb and fat and how did workouts and- look different pre Carrie and post Carrie? Uh, very drastically different, drastically different. There was structure. There was, um, you know, targeted zones that we were hitting every day. You know, we're going to start off, you know, hips and back, and then we're going to go to arms and back, and then we're going to do core. And it was, you know, we're going to do three exercises that are in this zone of your body. Um, and then we're going to do three after that. And she, Carrie Keppel, she, she's, uh, the owner of, uh, central CrossFit here in Austin and, uh, it's very motivated. It's very like, you know, onto the ex- next exercise, onto the next exercise where when I was working out before, you know, I might do like a set of curls and then change what song I was listening to and grab a water. And then, uh, I don't know, look at a bird fly by outside and <laughs> take my time, you know, check it, check a text or an email or something with her. It's like, you know, phone down, you know, we're, we're going to do three exercises, uh, back to back, grab a glass of water, three exercises back to back, grab a sip of water. Um, so it's very much more, uh, um, rig, uh, regimented. So workouts definitely in, uh, improved. Absolutely. Nutrition sounds like it improved just got, from the conversation. I got, I got, uh, I got really serious into my nutrition. Um, I was, I was counting everything. I was weighing everything, everything I, I, I bought from whole foods or I'd buy snap kitchen, you know, prefixed meals where I could count the calories and the carbs, um, and, and the proteins on there started doing, 
you know, protein shakes. I never drank a protein shake in my life before this challenge. Never, you know, uh, never did that. Um, eating breakfast, um, you know, kind of setting myself up to where after I felt good before the workout, after the workout, and the next day after the workout. And nutrition is a huge part of that. Now, there's another piece to this between you and me, the conversations we had of alcohol being removed at one point. That's a huge factor. Yeah. And that was when was that? a huge factor. So I stopped. Um, that's when I, that's probably the, the, the line in you can say when I, line in the sand where you can say I got serious was the day after my birthday, I went dry. September 25th is your birthday? September 25th. So you, you and Danielle have your conversation on your birthday? Right. Is she, kind of says, Hey, we want to help. We want to yeah. do this. Well, and- we want to help this. This is, you know, this is, this is the best thing. And, you know, to tell you the truth that I was hesitant into the whole idea of the, the personal trainer, mainly cause I'm just pig headed. <laughs> and, uh, it, it reminded, it reminded me of, you know, something that, uh, my grandmother used to do growing up. She would, uh, for Christmas or birthday, she'd go get me a really nice, you know, button down shirt or a new polo shirt, but it would always be one size too small. It'd always be like, here's a little bit of motivation for you. And I'd be like, you know, forget you. Like, I can do this on my own. Like, I don't know, like, whatever. And I thought, you know, going into it, I thought the same thing about getting a personal trainer. And I was uh, wrong. I was dead wrong. And uh, after the first workout session, I knew immediately, like, this is. So did you initially godsend. push back on that idea? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, Danielle had floated this idea of the personal trainer by, I think my girlfriend who ended up spilling the beans to me. And I was like, absolutely not like no way. Like I can do this. Cause we're already a month into the challenge and I've already lost, you know, 15, 20 pounds without the personal trainer, but I haven't really been working out. I was like, no, I can do this. Like I got this. And, uh, I was wrong because there's a, the, I think when you, for me, especially when, uh, I, I started, you know, this diet and, and, and working out, I lost that weight initially, probably in the first, you know, two weeks, two and a half weeks. So in that first month, you know, I say I lost, you know, 15 pounds. I, I lost that in the first two weeks, but plateaued. That's why I said, like, it felt like it was water weight, um, or, you know, not, not really serious fat pounds lost. Yeah. So you needed some help to keep moving the ball. I need to keep going. I yeah. need to keep going and I need to keep, um, being pushed. Um, so, uh, you know, if Danielle listened to this, this, Danny, uh, my girlfriend's name is Danny. Uh, thank you. Uh, I was wrong. You were right. <laughs> there uh, you go. Hey, yeah. you got it on video yeah. audio. So yeah, there's so, all that. Yeah. Evidence so, is locked. So how many days did it take for you to kind of shift perspective from the initial proposition or gifting to saying, okay, I'll do it. Uh, to I'll do it. I went to lunch with Danielle and, uh, you know, I, I trust her and she told me I was being foolish and I was like, you think so? And she's like, yes, this is, trust me. This is the best thing for you. You're being foolish. And I was like, okay. And it was kind of like my trust in, in what she had to say on it. Um, they're both super active people, um, live a very healthy lifestyle and, uh, they wanted the best for me. And this was, you know, a huge part of that, you know, and I, I feel like even for the person listening to this, 
man, this happens a lot too for, you know, for others, right? It's like, hey, whether it's an encouragement to maybe become healthy, but it's out of love, right? It's like, we, yeah. we love you enough, you know, fill in the blank, whoever it is, whether it's a sibling telling a sibling, a parent maybe encouraging, uh, you know, a child or a child encouraging a parent right. or a spouse encouraging a spouse. In this case, obviously, it's a cousin encouraging a cousin. It's, it's we love you enough to tell you, hey, we want to help, and we believe this would change your life. Yes. That's, uh, that's exactly what happened, and uh, it did. Um, so after you accepted, you said yes. How, how did, what else changed? Food, exercise, but it sounds like perspective. Perspective, and then the, the, the diet I'd already been on for a month. Um, and I kind of t- I tightened the diet, but I, I was already eating very healthy. I, you know, it's chicken, bass, broccoli, sweet potatoes, salmon. Um, you know, no, I cut out red meat. I cut down salt. I cut down, um, you know, pasta and just unhealthy things um, that I was eating. Uh, that 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 changed, but I I tightened it. I tightened, I started you know weighing more things like. No, I'm not going to have that second chicken breast. You like that's eating healthier, but uh, I'm going to have that one chicken breast. I'm going to uh, 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 kind of limit yourself, and that that wasn't uh, easy, but it definitely wasn't the hardest thing that that I changed myself. And uh, just to give you uh, a background, before I moved to Texas, I was a bartender in Louisiana for a decade. That is an unhealthy lifestyle. Number one, Louisiana has the best food in the country. And so if I want to go have fried catfish, uh, etouffee, uh, whatever, it's the best food is half a mile away from my house. Number two, I was working, um, you know, crazy hours, you know, 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. regularly. And, you know, I might eat right before my shift at, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon. And then the rest of my calorie intake that night is whiskey. (laughs) So I'd gotten into that lifestyle where, you know, I was eating, you know, one big meal a day and it didn't matter if it was Wendy's or, you know, Papa John's or whatever. Um, And that was all I would eat. And then the rest of my calories were, you know, whiskey and tequila. Uh, Might throw in a beer every now and then just to wash it down. (laughs) But uh, so the biggest kind of change after that um, kind of talk with with Danielle was the uh, and, and, and accepting the trainer was dropping the alcohol. Was that your idea? Yes, it was. It was. It was. Uh, I, I def- there are definitely some outside motivating factors, but I think if you're going to do that whatever the outside factors are, it has to be your decision to do. Cause that's, that's something that, uh, you can cheat. That's an easy cheat. That's, that's if I, you know, alcohol is everywhere. It's easily acceptable, uh, accessible. Um, go get it anytime you want. Uh, there's, you know, I live alone. There's no, there's no accountability on that side except for what I'm doing, you know? Uh, so if, if I wanted to, you know, drink on the nights where my girlfriend wasn't spending the night with me, nobody would be the wiser, but I would now. So, and that, and that was tough. Um, I was, I was drinking a lot. I was drinking way more than I should. Um, I'd gotten, you know, big guys, six, five, 270 pounds, bartender in Louisiana for a decade. I could drink with the best of them. 
and put them to shame. How hard was it to to stop? So to stop, like in that first week after your that birthday, first, that first week for me, and I, I think it's different for a lot of people. That first week was a breeze. Okay. The first week was a breeze. Um, just like when I quit drinking Coca-Colas and, and, uh, quit eating fast food. Uh, I, you know, a number two from Wendy's, my favorite thing of all time. And that stuff was easy. That was the first week. Now, after a month of not drinking Coca-Colas and Wendy's, I didn't want a Coca-Cola. I didn't want Wendy's. After a month of not drinking, I still wanted a drink. Like, mm. I still wanted a glass of wine. I still wanted, you know, four fingers of scotch. I still wanted to take a tequila shot with the boys. Um, still wanted to. Uh, and, again, that's a big part of – that had really nothing to do with the challenge for me, but kind of a lifestyle change. Um, you know, I'm not going to drink every night. I'm not going to drink five nights a week. Uh, you know, if, if there's an – you know, I'm not I, – I didn't go – you know, cold turkey for life. And I knew for me, uh, that would be kind of a, a maybe a, a challenge to revisit, but yeah, your commitment was till the end of the challenge. Till the end so of the you challenge. had about two months. I had two months to go and, um, I went to two months and speak to that a little bit, um, of what you felt it, it how it impacted your results, but how it also impacted you personally. So, uh, with the, with the, with the dropping on alcohol, um, it takes, it takes your body like a little used to not having it. And so that first week was a little tough because like my sleep schedule's ruined, uh, you know, couldn't fall asleep, wasn't getting good sleep, was waking up all the time. So that, that made it a little, little more difficult for those first workouts that I started doing with Carrie, um, after that first week, you know, I kind of, it, my body started to kind of regulate itself a little better, uh, where I, you know, was waking up feeling more refreshed, uh, woke up with energy. Um, so I was a little bit more gung ho into starting that workout, you know, starting it right, not waking up you know, five minutes before the workout and chugging a glass of water and going, but, you know, waking up earlier and having a protein shake, a little something to eat, um, just kind of waking up clear minded on what steps I needed to take to get the most out of my workout and not just do the workout, but get the most out of the workout. So noticeable difference from the way you felt in the morning compared to how it was before. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, half of those mornings I'd, I'd wake up and I was probably still uh, I wouldn't say hungover, but still feeling real good yeah. from the night before. Uh, I've never, um, you know, been, been a guy who was, you know, uh, had that hangovers or, or something. I always just kind of woke up feeling good, sometimes a little too good um, <laughs> after a long night of drinking. But um, it, it made like the, the, the dread or the anxiety uh, after about a week of not drinking, the, the, the dread of getting myself out of bed to go do these workouts, that went away. So I woke up um, feeling really just like enthusiastic. You know, I talked about that earlier where I, you know, didn't want to go do, you know, these things with my girlfriend. I, you know, I, that, that doesn't interest me, me at all. It was the same thing, same way I felt about, you know, working out in the morning. 
that sounds terrible. Uh, I can get another hour of sleep. Mm. Uh, my bed is very comfortable. Uh, I can stay in there yeah. as long as possible. I will. Uh, but definitely after that first week, uh, a lot more, um, I was already very motivated. Like, cause I knew I kind of needed this change. I knew I wanted it. I knew I wanted to get the most out of it. I didn't want to waste my time. I didn't want to waste Carrie's time. Um, wanted to hop into it. But after that first week is when I was like, let's, let's fucking go. Yeah. Let's get this. Yeah. You were very motivated. Very, very motivated. So you... You go through the next 60 days, and I guess you lost another 18 pounds. Would that be accurate? 18, 18 pounds. Um, Steadily? So, yes and no. Because what I, what I was doing is, because again, I was on the scale every morning. Um, for There was like a two-week stretch where I maybe lost two pounds. Didn't lose a lot of weight at all. I would look at myself at the scale, but in reality, I was losing fat and gaining muscle. And that first kind of week or two, I was like pissed off. I was like, I'm working out, you know, three times a week in the morning, two times a week at night. Like I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything I can. I'm sitting in the sauna. I'm, you know, swimming in the pool. Uh, I'm in the gym and I'm not seeing that number go down. And then I looked at my belt and I was like, well, that's where I was. And now I'm two notches down on that. My pants, you know, fit better. I, I have a lot more energy. I, 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 it, was, it was frustrating because I didn't see it right away or didn't realize it. But then once I did, I was like, I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing. And that right there is typically why people stop is because they, it's frustrating, right? Yeah. You're putting forth, you know, what in your mind is 100% commitment, 100% effort. And you're not getting that return in your mind. Right. And so um, for you, at, at what stage were you just okay with whatever it was giving you? Like where it was like, okay, I'm not dependent on the scale. I'm not dependent on the, like, I'm just, oh, I'm just going to keep putting in. Well, it's, I'm not going to say I was okay. Uh, I was pissed. <laughs> I was pissed off. And uh, I, 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 I wasn't on the mindset of, well, this isn't working. Uh, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm like, no, I'm going to eat less and I'm going to add a, another workout this week. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, uh, it's, it's, I, th I think the last like two, three weeks of that challenge, uh, aside from maybe one or two meals, I was like, it's one chicken breast and half a head of broccoli. That's, that's what this meal is. That's what the next meal is. That's what I got. Uh, and I made the mistake of telling Carrie this. I walked into the gym and I was like, you know, we've got three, four weeks left of this challenge. It's time to get militant. <laughs> and that is the wrong thing to tell your trainer. You do not, <laughs> you do not want to tell your trainer that you want to get militant uh, because she was like, all right, I love it. Let's pile on. I'm <laughs> like, what did, what did I do? <laughs> what did I do? Um, but yeah, we uh, we we stepped it up, and um, and then I I made you know I was getting so frustrated at that scale, not in myself. I was getting frustrated at the scale. I was like, that scale's wrong, you know. Yeah. You go to hell. So the last two three weeks of that challenge, I didn't weigh myself. I didn't want to look at it. I was like, I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. That's a it's an outside factor that's upsetting me. I'm gonna stay this course. I'm not gonna look at it. So before. My final DEXA, 
the last time I'd weighed myself was about three weeks before, and I was at uh, 252. I was at 252, and it was like I'm just chicken and broccoli, salmon and broccoli. I'll, I'll treat myself to asparagus tonight. <laughs> treat uh, myself. I might, you know, uh, you, you know, I'm having dinner with my girlfriend, so we'll have quinoa or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, like those were like the extras. Love it. And I, I didn't look at it. Um, and then, you know, my, my 100 days w- was up, and I went and got my DEXA. And uh, I, I don't know if I told you this, but you might find this funny. I'm getting my DEXA, and the first thing they do before you take the, the get on the DEX machine is they take your weight. And the scale kept bouncing in between 242 and 243. And I just, like, stepped off the scale. I pointed at the doctor, and I said, you saw 242. I saw 242. <laughs> You're writing down 242. Because <laughs> that one time, like, it just meant, like, the world to me that in that yeah. last, you know, three – two, three weeks that I, I like that even 10 pounds without looking at it. It, it, it meant so much to me to where I was like, no, it's not nine pounds. It's 10 pounds. I lost, write it down. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, all right. I, I, I saw it. I said, you're right. It was going back and forth. That's you know, I'm not going to, it's not 242.5. It's 242. We'll, we'll, we'll go on the, we'll, we'll slide down that whatever half pound or whatever it was. Was this the same doctor that you met it was with the, the same, first time? It, it was no, it wasn't the same doctor. It was the same clinic. So okay. that was one of the, that was one of the rules in, yeah. in the, um, Oh, you had to go to the same machine. Whoever you went to your first one, you went to the second one. So there, even if there's some, you know, and the rules was degree, on your 100th day, 100th you had day, to scan. go get it. So what yeah. was your body fat at the end? So body, I went from 35% body fat to 32% body fat. Awesome. And, and what's the, what's the category? Is it still obese one or how, how do you, uh, we didn't talk about that. And frankly, if the guy had said obese one, I probably would have just stopped listening to it. Cause I, I didn't, <laughs> I, I, after like the, the weight loss and continuing the goal, like I didn't really, I didn't give a shit what category I was yeah. in. I was like, I'm already, I'm on the track. I oh, want to be on. dude, 33 pounds. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't want to, uh, the negative factors that helped me kind of start this kind of weight loss are not the same negative factors that are pushing me to continue it. Uh, Can you uh, expand on that a little bit? Absolutely. Well, we, you know, you asked if the obese on the chart was something I looked at. I didn't. I didn't even read it, didn't ask, didn't look for it. Uh, I was looking at, um, you know, when, when I have these workouts, you know, can I, can I do that hour with Carrie in the morning? Can I go do another hour at night? Can I, um, can I continue to eat right? Can I continue to do these things? Can I continue to wake up feeling better? Those are the factors I'm looking for. I'm looking for the positive factors that I'm getting out of these workouts and this nutrition. I'm not looking at the negative factors of my own body that were pushing me to do it in the first place. Complete mind shift. Complete mind shift. I'm not looking at like, you know, you fat bastard, you wear a size 40 pants, you need to tone that down. I'm like, no, I'm going to go buy a new belt and then I'm in a month from now, I'm going to go down two more notches on that belt. And isn't it interesting? You're speaking to something I think happens. It's that battlefield in your head yeah. that you have kind of positive affirmation, negative affirmation. And what voice are you choosing to allow to kind of manage your decision-making Yeah, and talk to you every day? I mean, you have to be your own motivator. Um, it's hel- it certainly helps to have people who, you know, uh, can help you be accountable, but you're accountable to yourself. Uh, 
this isn't like, you know, I'm not an NFL athlete or an NBA athlete. Like I'm not having, you know, fans out there being like, oh, Zion put on, you know, Zion Williams. Oh my God, he put on 20 pounds, you know, on ESPN. They're calling him fat. Nobody's out there doing that for me. It's, it's all kind of how I talk to myself. Yeah. You're, you're the CEO of Thorne's health. Right. And you know, ultimately the, you're right. Like you've got to motivate yourself. You've got to make the decision to, you know, absolutely eat healthy, show up to workouts. Absolutely. Continue to, to making the uh, discipline decisions. Yeah. And you know, the, 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 the challenge was a great motivator to start. Uh, I love it. Uh, we, I've been actually talking with uh, some of the guys and as soon as we get done with, you know, eating turkey and, and uh, stuffing for Thanksgiving and now that we're past Thanksgiving and we've got Christmas coming up, we're going to do it again. Uh, so that ended two weeks ago. Ended two weeks. Yeah. My, I got my DEXA the, uh, I want to say it was like the, it was the Friday before Thanksgiving. So has anything changed? Well, uh, I will tell you this. Um, it might get a hit out of this. My girlfriend was like, now that you're done, you know, with this Dexa, you know, can we, you know, eat something besides chicken and broccoli? And, <laughs> and I was like, yes. And she goes, I will take you to whatever restaurant you want to go to in Austin, you know, to celebrate this kind of being over. Cause we hadn't, we hadn't gone out to dinner in, you know, two months. And, uh, she's like, where do you want to go? Any restaurant in the world in Austin, Austin has, you know, some of the best restaurants around. Where do you want to go? And I said, Waffle House. I want to go to Waffle House. I want bacon, eggs, sausage. I want biscuits. I want, I want like a good old the full country. Experience. I want the country breakfast. You know, the, tennis, the Tennessee breakfast. Uh, Waffle House is a staple in, in Baton Rouge. Um, Waffle House. Yes. Waffle House. <laughs> but, uh, you know, to give you a... Uh, uh, an insight um, yesterday for lunch was chicken and broccoli. Uh, the night before was chicken and broccoli. The lunch before was chicken, spinach, and sweet potatoes. So I, was, I definitely rewarded myself with some, with some uh, white trash bash food, but uh, went right back into, you know, took a, had a few unhealthy meals, um, not going to lie, had a few f- favorites. Haven't had any fast food um, other than grilled chicken and side salad from Chick-fil-A. That was, the fa- like, that was like another like, guilty pleasure. I'll go get the grilled chicken and a side salad from Chick-fil-A. I'm not getting the, right. the fried chicken nuggets and the drenched cinnamon barbecue sauce. But, uh, and th- I think that was, you know, uh, I, like if I wanted to go pick up lunch for my girlfriend, I knew what she wanted from Chick-fil-A, but I can, I can, I can share that with her, but also eat it eat healthy yeah so as you kind of move forward you guys mentioned having a challenge in january potentially after the holidays do you already have some goals in mind like do you have a place that you want to be i do have some i mean i have some goals in between now and the challenge so uh the challenge i got down to 243 um i weighed myself yesterday or the day before and i was at 245 okay so I don't know if that was just water intake or I'd had some alcohol or something or uh, the Waffle House probably added one or two of those pounds. But uh, I was at 245. Um, the goal for Christmas is 235. And I actually talked to Carrie today, and she's like, you know, what's, what's the goal? What's your option? Like, forget a challenge. Forget what you – where do you see yourself a healthy weight? And I was like, again, you know, 6'5", 
I'm a big guy, big frame. Um, I'm happy with 220, 215. So 235 by Christmas, March 1st, March 15th, when this other challenge is, I'll be very upset if I'm not 220. Love it. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Thorne, such a, I mean, all-encompassing motivational story. Um, hearing, too, how your mind shifted from early in that challenge to later in the challenge. It sounds like you're so much more. It was exactly what you needed, probably. Yeah. But it sounds like even, whether you know, inserting Carrie into your life, inserting the conversation with Danielle, inserting the commitment to no alcohol for the remainder of the challenge, all these little steps that, you know, you sound very committed and, and, you know, confident of being at this 215, 220, which if you, if you do the math going back to 275, that's a 60 plus pound transformation oh, in a year. Charlie, uh, 2023, my birthday, I'm going to look like you. Uh, <laughs> I believe it, man. Yeah, You're going to be better. We're going for it. I'm going to cut, you know, cut from marble. That's um, awesome, bro. Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, shout out to, uh, to Danielle and Doss and, um, Carrie and you, you know, we, we talked every Friday, just mm-hmm. kind of a, a catch up with 20 minute conversations. You should know how the week's going. Thank you so much for that. Oh, man, absolutely. Great motivator. Um, Carrie, especially, uh, you know, those, those early mornings aren't, aren't, you know, fun. Um, but it's amazing how good you feel after a good workout. Like, you know, this morning it's cold, it's cold outside. It's very warm in my bed. Like, but you know, let's, let's stick to it, you know, set goals for yourself, stick to it. And I felt way better after this workout, um, than I did before. And the same is true for every workout. And I still believe it's almost impossible to have a hard day after a great workout. Well, and I want to, this is a great segue to the last question because the title of the podcast is building better people. Right. And that's really our core purpose. Our mission at BoomFit is we believe that when somebody comes into the gym, that we're actually introducing them to this activity. We'll call it working out, right? That's going to help them become a better version of themselves. And, and although you don't train with us, you're training with Carrie. So the idea is, in my mind, universal, right? Whether you train anywhere, it doesn't even have to be at a gym, just you making the initiative and the effort to exercise is going to make you a better version of yourself is building, is the concept behind building better people. So my last question is, how's that true? And you're touching on that. You've touched on it in the entire podcast, but how has Thorne become a better version of himself since August? Cutting deep, Charlie. Uh, <laughs> That's a, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, a hundred percent, you know, forget, forget about the pounds lost or, um, you know, the, the working out. I think that's a, there's a positive mental attitude that you get after, after working out and having a workout regiment, you know, there's, there, it's like a switch that turns on, uh, in, and it's, it's, it's positive. It's, I am excited. I do want to go um, do these things that I would have no way wanted to do before. Um, going to a, a charity event at 8.30 this Saturday morning that, you know, I might have found every excuse to sleep through last year. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a positive mindset that I, I, I didn't fully have before this. And it's, it's seeing, you know, goals – you know, being accomplished. And it's, I think that's, 
you know, a huge part of it. You know, when I first started working out with Carrie, she's like, well, you know, let's talk about where you want to be. What, you know, how do you want to do this? And I, I set this goal for two, um, 45 by the end of the DEXA. I beat it by three pounds. Wow. She asked me what my goal was now. It's like Christmas. I want to 235 by, you know, March 1st, you know, 220, 215. And having those goals set up, that all just extends into every other aspect of your life. You know, you, you're more you know, concentrated at, at work. Uh, thank you, Dynamo, for letting me have this <laughs> afternoon off to go to a podcast. When I told them about that, they're like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, you should go do that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so we, uh, it's, it's, it's all encompassing. I think I'm, I'm really a, a better person uh, for doing this. It's awesome, Thorne. Yeah. Proud of you, man. Thank you, Charlie. Good job. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. That's boomfitbcs.com.